Welcome to the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email on andy at the Chairsofter Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 39. Joining me this week, please welcome, welcome Chris from Amped Airsoft. Good evening, Chris. Hey, what's going on, Andy? How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. You're good. All right. So, I've got you on the show. Um, you're obviously very much a US-based company at Amp. So, mm-hmm. what we've done, we've got you on the show to try and spread the word a bit more. Uh, big thanks to Kev for getting you guys in touch with us as well and getting this set up. Kev Pierre, random guy Kev, whatever you want to call him, in front of the guy Kev. Uh, as we discussed on the last episode. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to come on to the company shortly, but what I just want to do to start is just hear a little bit about yourself and where you began in your airsoft. So um, so I've actually been playing for about like 13, 14 years. Mm-hmm. And um, so the way that we, I sort of started playing airsoft was like a lot of the airsoft guns that were sort of around back then were sold in like plastic packaging that you see at like department stores and um it's we started by getting them at they were they were these terrible plastic see-through springers and oh yeah yeah um and then we started finding like brands like ics and classic army um on like before evic was what it is and you know like you used to have to order from companies in in china to get guns so you'd order and then wait six six weeks for yeah hopefully it to come and and you sort of got it and it was like and it was like it was funny because every sort of gun that you got had this weird like plasticky smell from like the stuff they used to spray it off in customs and and um so I had like started playing airsoft through a local community, um, based here in Pennsylvania, and through that, that's actually uh, how I met the owner of Amped, um, really good friend of mine, uh, Curtis. He started actually the company out of the back of his car, and it was like if you if you played airsoft and you were friends with Kurt, you. Um, you sort of like helped him out where you could. Yeah. And so um, I've been playing airsoft. I, I like, like I said, for a good while now. And, and I sort of go, I go to, I've been to plenty of national ops. I've, you know, had a couple sponsors in my day and, and now I've sort of settled in here at Amped. So. Cool. Cool. So, so as you've been around for such a while, let's I'd like to hear your opinion on how you feel the community has developed over that length of time, uh, particularly in the US, but in general as well. So I here's what I love about the community is that it's it changes almost monthly with how yeah. like the direction that it's going in. Um I know like you guys, I'll say, I'll say, like you guys, in, as in, like Britain yeah. and Europe, 
like the airsoft you guys get is i'm so jealous <laughs> you guys get the coolest events out there um and like we've like our like the u.s has definitely started stepping uh its game up and and there's so many like awesome games coming but the other thing is, is that like i think the community in airsoft sort of goes through these like waves of being super accepting to being super <sighs> trolly sort of <laughs> like, yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah so um which you know it's like funny that you brought up kevin is that like that's one of the things i love about kevin is that like he's sort of helping usher back that that era of like you know being super helpful to brand new players and yeah so i think I think, like, the community is... I think it went through that sort of dry spell for a little bit. And I think it's getting back to that, like, the golden days where, like, everybody helps everybody and... Yeah, they're not all talking about, oh, let's ban HPA this month. Let's hate on HPA. Oh, wait, no, the 40 mics come along. Let's hate on the 40 mic. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and and, and I think it's, like, there's, there's that definite, like, people want to be the operator with a capital eight and then there's people that just want to go out and play like on the weekends you know i see like working in retail we have you know a front end and we have a back end and our website um we don't really get that like personal reach with the customer but you know here in like our storefront we do also have that really great chance to see like the kind of people that are coming in and going to games and then yeah. of course we do like our national ops where we go um, we went to Lion Claws, uh, which is like a big event. What's well, a big uh, company out here in America? And um, you know, we get to like interface, and you see a lot of like a lot of parents getting involved with yeah. younger players, yeah. and and like just doing it as something like to get to hang out with your kid. And so, like that aspect for me is like, oh, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so great because yeah, it's it's awesome seeing like more and more parents getting involved they're bringing their kids going oh they want to try this let's go and see what it's about and they're getting involved as well and it is awesome to see uh just before we continue uh for george who's probably listening to this episode because i didn't even go five minutes without mentioning the 40 mic really um here you go george this is another pound in the swear jar for the 40 mic slash the other place that i'm not allowed to talk about swear jar um it's, this is an ongoing joke. Basically, there was a big period where I was going through mentioning like the 40 mic and this other thing. So I've said I've started a swear jar. Every time I do it, I throw a quid in. <laughs> I, um, you know what? I I feel like I feel like here you'd be hard pressed to find anybody talking about the 40 mic because nobody can get them. They're so. Can they not at all? I I you know what? It's weird. Um, you just like you see people that have them, and then. Uh, it's just like you're like oh my god check it out and then they're like i don't want to use it because i'm afraid it's gonna break because if it breaks i'll never get another one <laughs> so yeah yeah see we, we had a guy over here who um he was actually on the show a few weeks ago james from bespoke airsoft basically put five of these things on a plank of wood so you could fire them all at the same time that sounds terrifying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh i wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of that um, but yeah, it, it's awesome to see how it's changing nowadays with the airsoft community, and you are getting more older. Well, you're getting all walks of life involved, really, yeah. aren't you? You're getting everyone involved. It's it's brilliant to see it. Um, but obviously, you're here for 
Amped Airsoft. So, shall, shall we move on to Amped and uh, let's yeah. see what you guys are about? Okay, so first thing, what is Amped Airsoft and how long have you guys been around? So, um, we've been around for over a decade. Um, Amped Airsoft, uh, like I said, it originally... Um, it's actually funny. It actually started. We make the joke that it started almost uh, thirty years ago um, in a lunchroom. Uh, Curtis, the owner, he sold. Uh, do you remember creepy crawlies? Those things you used to bake in the oven, and they were like little gummy monsters. I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was a thing that you guys had. I remember similar sorts of things over here. I don't know yeah. if we had the creepy crawlies, but I seem to remember something they, similar. They were like little gummy bugs and he was selling them in the lunchroom and <laughs> his grandmother put the money away and that sort of was like the capital that he would end up using to start Amped. So we always tell people that Amped Airsoft started in a uh, <laughs> in a lunchroom. But um so what we do as a company uh, started originally just being sort of local outreach and, you know, helping supply the local community. And it's sort of expanded into sort of one of the leading um, one of the leading suppliers and manufacturers of HPA and HPA accessories. So right. we work um, very closely with Polar Star, Wolverine. Um, and then also we have, you'd be hard pressed to find you know, an airsoft or an HPA unit in the U.S. that doesn't have an amp line. Um, yeah. So we sort of, we're, we do it all of that in-house. And then, of course, we have, um, there's the sales side of it. Um, we do uh, videos, how-to videos. We do media and content. Um, just basically, but one of our main goals is that we're trying to sort of you know, like I said, sort of how we met Kevin and everything like that. Um, we're trying to like work on the community, like our, our community. So that's yeah. that's like our that's become like our impromptu goal for the past couple months, and hopefully, you know, well into the next year, that's going to yeah, be yeah, what yeah. our main focus is. So yeah, which, which is what we need more of, really. Uh, as as you mentioned, the community sort of dried up, and it as you said, it got a bit trolly and toxic in yeah. a way at some point uh, we certainly noticed it over here as well and it is good to see it slowly but surely coming back and you know what it's it's one of those things that like it's because it's because a lot more a lot of businesses are being started by players yeah and the players want to see like you know i like we go to events and stuff like that and i want to go and say that we came back and we made a bunch of money and blah 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 because you know i have bills and whatever but but to be honest the thing that i love most is going to events and going out and getting to play um and getting to like see all the cool it's like nat ops are like conventions for all the coolest guns in the world that you will never yeah. see and so like I, I if if we don't build that better community we don't get those events we don't get to like have those experiences so like as a company it's just like it's our goal to make it a better experience for everybody coming through the door in airsoft yeah and, you know make sure that's, we, yeah that's cool that's cool so you guys are you an online retailer or a, do you have as we call it a brick and mortar shop as well so we're actually both um you're both yep we have um we're at ampedairsoft.com um and we have also a storefront here in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, yep. And we 
we do, you know, um, like we do a fair amount of business on, on both ends and, and we do international. Um, actually we have, um, a sponsored player in, uh, she lives in London. Um, if you oh, guys, right. yeah. Uh, Polish airsoft girl. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know the girl. Yep. Really um, nice girl. Yeah. I, Magda's awesome. She's, uh, she's, she's actually coming to America and, uh, we're super stoked to get to play a game where she, we're going to an event in North Carolina here and it's her first time I think it's I think it's her first time in America and so she's very excited so um, yeah I was actually talking to her about it the other week actually with um coming to the states because like I'm insanely jealous because I need to get over there and play at some point <laughs> I, I, you know what it's it's so we're like kind of dying down right now our season's sort of coming to a close which I'm sure your season's pretty much the same way but um we're starting to get colder and then so like once February hits like there'll be games galore and then of course we've got you know shot show and all that fun stuff but yeah she's coming out and yeah uh, do you guys go to shot show we do actually um actually uh so kevin's i kevin's gonna hate me for this he wanted to surprise you but we're going to iwa also so i hear you go every year is that true uh i, I only went for the first time this year actually um, oh really oh that's 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 so bad. I feel bad for Kev. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because we were looking at flights, and so like traveling in America is awful because all of our flights out of America are so expensive. It's like a thousand dollars to leave the country. I was, I was talking about this the other week with a uh, joker of SoCal. He was saying how expensive it's it is. I can... So expensive. So if you, if you look at Norwegian Airlines, it worked out so much cheaper like i don't know how close they fly to you guys i know they'll obviously do jfk but i'm not sure where else but like i mean it was so much cheaper i managed to get to fuck it i'm gonna put another pound in the jar later for george i managed to get to vegas with a hotel and return flights for 650 pounds oh yeah i well so like that's like we you can find spots like the one that was that was what we found (laughs) We found a flight. We were talking. We were on the phone for about maybe like two hours yesterday, looking at at flights out, and um, we found a flight from JFK that was like five hundred and thirty six dollars round trip. And yeah. We're like we're like this is so great. This is so great. And then Kevin's like, "You got to be kidding me!" And I look at the I look at the flight, and it's a thirty two hour flight. It's like we stop in Iceland for, for like an hour. We stop in Paris for an hour. We stop in Amsterdam <laughs> for an hour. Um, yeah. and then we're in Spain and he's like, dude, we'll see like all of Europe before we even get there. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the thing we had when we flew out this year. I was, cause we went, um, from London Heathrow mm-hmm. to Stockholm and then got another flight from Stockholm out to McCarran. And then on the way back, it was McCarran to Copenhagen, and then Copenhagen to London Gatwick, which is, what, about 30 miles away from Heathrow? So it's like, just as well none of us drove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what did you what did you guys think of, of Vegas? Uh, the place is awesome. Uh, I'm hoping to get it back out there next year, uh, in January. Um, Obviously, we had to hit a range because, you know, you can have fun things in America, whereas all we can mm-hmm. have is the toy versions. Yeah. Um, 
But for the actual airsoft side of the shows, IWA was so much better, I found. Yeah. Um, everything was more compact and close together, whereas at shot it's all spread out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't even remember seeing you guys around last year. We may have bumped into you at some point, but... <laughs> so, um, this is actually, this will be my first year going out there. So, I am, we're going out with, um, with, there's a couple of us, and then uh, we're going with Gun Gamers. Yeah. Um, so, have you heard of Gun Gamers? I have, yeah. Yeah, so, um, Eric is, I'm sure, I'm sure, I always, I always think it's funny because Gun Gamers is one of those, like, like, the worst kept secrets yeah because everybody who hears about them the story always starts like yeah i remember meeting them and drinking a lot and then not remembering what happened <laughs> not too far <laughs> after that so yeah. i'm always like i'm like do you know do you know gun gamers have you ever drank with gun gamers um but yeah we're actually going out with them which is going to be super awesome um and uh i know i know eric is super excited and we're trying to convince kevin to go um I call him maybe once a day and, and just demand over the phone that he that he buys a ticket and comes and hangs out. Kevin, Kevin, go. Kevin, yes, please go, Kevin, please. Um, but then he, this is the other thing. Kevin's such a delicate flower when it comes to travel. He won't camp. He doesn't camp. I, I found out. He told me. He told me um, his like prerequisites for a hotel and he's like i won't stay in a hostel and i need to have i need to have a breakfast at the hotel and maybe a hotel bar i was like (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be freezing when we get there why do you need a breakfast and so he's like i don't care i'll spend the money so he's he's very and then when we did opex he it's it's very close to um his house so he lives in new jersey and it's very close to his house and then when I say, like, close to his house, it was, like, an hour and 45 minutes. So he did that every day just so he didn't have to, like, sleep outside or sleep in a hotel. <laughs> or, like, he was just, like, he's he's very, uh, he's very... I mean, I can't yeah. really say much because I'm the same. <laughs> I'm not a fan of camping. Um, just because I like, I, I like my creature comforts too much, you know. I like, after game day, I like being able to go home... Or go back to the hotel room, have a nice shower, put my feet up for half an hour. Whereas I know if I end up staying on site, I'm probably not going to sleep at all because I'll just be drinking all night and <laughs> then I won't be fit to play the next day. And um, I actually saw one guy at a couple of events I did a while ago. He used to turn up on the Friday. It was Friday night till Sunday. Uh, I, I used to sleep in the car because fuck going and buying a tent just for airsoft. I can't be bothered to take the things down at the end of the weekend. <laughs> You're just like, this belongs to you now, and just sort of, yeah. No, um, yeah, but so, um, he used to get yeah. blind drunk on the Friday night, he'd throw his guts up on the Saturday morning, and then go home and not play for the entire weekend, so he's paid all that money, signed on, and then he doesn't play the event. I See, I like, we, I the first like big purchase that I made was like a decent tent, and so yeah. I like... We have we have an A-frame. We have a military A-frame that we set up for um, outdoor events. And the first event that I actually went to with Ant was um, uh, is this place called Fallen Warrior, which is in like Chillicothe, Ohio, and it's out yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Like, 
they call they call Walmart the mall, and so um, for those who I, I feel like everybody knows what Walmart is, right? Like that's that's oh yeah, yeah Walmart yeah. is like my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, where else can you go in and buy breakfast and guns? Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> so and this place had breakfast, guns, and alcohol. So uh, it was fantastic, yeah. and um, so we went there, and like I set up my tent. And it was the only spot on this entire field. They had just, like, repurposed an old, like, horse grazing field. Yeah. So there was um, there was horse shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people were, like, parking in it. People were setting up their tents on top of it. I was like, no. <laughs> and, I, and I, like, went and found one of the game, like, one of the game hosts. I was like, I need, I need a shovel. <laughs> and I just started, like, flinging... But um, but yeah, that was like, and then you'd wake up in the morning, and it was like, it was really hot out, and it was like dewy, so you'd wake up, and the whole field would just smell like shit, and it was oh, it was the worst. <laughs> but but like, I just I like did my best to just like not come out of my tent as much as I could, and yeah, so yeah, that's the trouble when you're camping in these fields. Um, a site I've played at before actually, which I'm going to again in a few weeks, used to have pig fields around the outside of it. Okay. So, yeah, the smell was horrendous first thing in the morning. Especially, I find, you say when it's hot, it stinks, but I find when it's cold, it tends to keep the smell closer to the ground as well. Yeah. So just as you wake up, you're just like, just like oh, I'm awake. Oh, no. I feel you're, sick. you're like blanketed <laughs> in it. Oh, God. Yeah, you're just like, Ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I So, like, I love, I love the hazards of, like, of playing Airsoft has almost nothing to do with getting shot anymore it's just like um like the we we were um when we were in new jersey we had a guy that like fell through the ceiling (laughs) like a guy and then and then kevin kevin's infamous grenade throw where he threw it up and it hit the wall and came back down. oh yes kevin's grenade throw and um but uh like i remember when we were like so years ago we used to go and play it was totally not allowed but we used to go play at this place that we called the rat labs and it was this like super gross like definitely not supposed to be there in the woods you you went with like maybe 20 people and played at night because that was the only time you wouldn't get in trouble (laughs) and then you'd come home and you just cough up like black gunk for a week and yeah and so but like my my biggest hazard is like my my biggest fear is like coming true this weekend. Um, we're going to uh, Sheboygan Falls in Wisconsin for yeah. the Airsoft Republic Autumn's Tremor, which is gonna be awesome. Except for the fact that it's totally in like a haunted, insane asylum <laughs> in the Midwest, <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I'm gonna come back possessed. This is gonna yeah. be, this is gonna be great. So you're gonna sit down at your desk in a week, and your head's gonna do 360 spins and stuff when, like that. Yeah, somebody asked me a question, I can at least turn around without you know, without yeah. moving my body. <laughs> yeah, you don't great. need to. Yeah, yeah or so. moving your chair around. <laughs> so yeah. So float. what is your role at Amped? So um, I do. Uh, I basically do outreach. Um, I'm pretty much. If you go to the event, you're gonna talk to me at least once. Um, yeah. And then also, I run the sponsorship program. Um, we sponsor. Oh, it's let's see, one, two, three. I I think like close to like fourteen people, or yeah. fourteen teams. Um, 
one of them's Kevin, one of them's Gun Gamers. We uh, work with uh, DH6 uh, Milsim. Um, we actually just signed on Task Force uh, Delta from Canada. Oh yeah, yeah, nice yeah. guys. Love uh, love those guys. Um, they're and they just had actually uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, so I was like, I hadn't talked to him in a couple of days, and they're like, sorry, we were we're still in food comas and uh, yeah. <laughs> still still kind of drunk and i was like all right cool 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 <laughs> um, yeah those guys have been here right from the start for me so thanks to those guys as well yeah they steve steve malcolm chris they're they're just awesome guys they're awesome guys um yeah. and um we work with uh like a local team a couple local teams um and then we work with valkyrie from uh north carolina um yep. and like i said magda uh yep. kevin and so what I do is, uh, as you know, as sort of like head of sponsorship, uh, it's sort of like a, a secondary company. Um, we go to events and we sort of preach the good word. Not, you know, my, my sort of, my job when I started was to, to literally just start pulling people together. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's everybody that we sponsor is, is sort of, doing what they can to to help the community and because of that i just you know that's what i do it's just do what i can for players do what i can for you know our sponsored teams um you know just and then come on podcasts that's, that's yeah, yeah yeah so <laughs> so yeah so you're sort of like the media guy as well <laughs> yeah 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 so you know uh probably a lot of people we sort of um all of our all of our worst memes that we put on our Instagram, uh, that's usually me making those. So we have we have like professional media guys, and then there's me, <laughs> the, so, the, the, so. the professional meme maker. Yeah, the uh, the one that's usually like amps gone downhill. Yeah, that's me doing that. So, so. <laughs> so yep, awesome, awesome. So we we covered like you providing services globally. Obviously, you're an online shop going mm-hmm. worldwide. Uh, how is Amped different from other airsoft retailers? Honestly, you know that's the kind of thing is that like we get that question a lot, and you could say it's quality of product. You could say that we do you know like our own production on a lot of materials that we sell. Um, you could say that it's our customer service. Honestly. The thing that makes us so, I think the thing that makes this company is the fact that we aren't spectacularly different than a lot of the companies that are out there, but we just always seem to be, I always feel like we're there, you know, when like people like, it's more about the experience than it is the sale. And so I, I think that like, I think that's what sort of sets us apart. You know, um, a lot of people complain about companies we're, we're still like that we're a big company that you know deals internationally and all across the country and we do like we still do that sale but somehow we've sort of maintained the mom and pop mentality that we're still this like we'll talk to anybody we love talking yeah. to anybody so i think i think it's just like how well we you know sort of reach people and um i think it's the fact that like we definitely come off as like we're we're kind of we're, we're like half the time not sure 
like what we're doing or how we got there, but we're totally glad to be here. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I think people, I, I think that's pretty much what like sets us apart from, like, you know, most of the people out there. So yeah. So what would you say is the one thing that gets you all these repeat customers, like that wow factor that you guys have got? Um, if you could, if you could put your finger on one thing. Okay, so if you know, like, barring our our super charming shining personalities um (laughs) i would say we are i think right now i think we're killing it in hpa i think a lot of the things that we're doing with the systems that we you know we have access to are super awesome yeah um i think that right now we offer you know some of the most affordable options and regulators um i know it's like a super um, there's like a million and one regulators and there's like 10 HPA units. And so, you know, that's the thing is that like, we want to make sure that our product is, you know, up there kind of thing. I, you know, it's not even, it's like not even the best, but just the best for you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's just sort of being willing to, I think what we offer is an immense amount of customization with a quality product. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's, you know, sort of where we specialize and where we sort of find our strength is that we have been working with, with Polar Star since, like, almost the inception. We have yeah. been working with Wolverine, and we, you know, we we have been building the custom guns, have been building, you know, like, the like the regulators. Like, we, we're, I think we're into, like, Gen 2 or Gen 3 of, like, our regulator right now, and, and we're doing, like, super awesome stuff with lines, you know, like the premiums and the heavies and, and we're making lines out of like metal and stuff like that. And, um, I think, I think that's just like, that's what we do. I think that's like our, our bread and butter right now. So, mm-hmm. so do you guys do anything other than just HPA or is it literally just HPA kit you sell? So, um, we also do, we do AEG rebuilds. We do, um, like right now our, our big thing is, um, we're doing a lot of, we've been doing a lot of gate Titans. We've been doing a lot of, um, you know, uh, we do, we're starting to do actually more stuff with gear, which is awesome. Um, we're working with not only like big retailers, but we're working with like a lot of smaller retailers, like a lot of, um, not sort of like the GMR Gucci stuff, but more like, uh, you know, engage tactical, which is kind of, it's a smaller, uh, company based out of Ohio. Um, we're also working with, uh, Lutz from Gun Gamers, um, like a new line of Kydex stuff. Uh, so we're sort of, we have a little bit of everything for everyone. So Cool. So yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So obviously that broadens your customer base as well. So it's not literally just HPA users feel yeah. they can come to you and no one else kind of thing. So Yeah. That's, which is always a good thing to do because the last thing you want to do is get stuck down in one thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we've got we've got our hands in a couple a couple different pots. So, cool, cool. Uh, what do you think is the current state or health of the airsoft industry, growing and expanding or shrinking away? Ooh, um, it's kind of it, okay. So it's kind of I'll be honest, it's kind of stale right now. Um, I think. I think like the you know the world is sort of I think it has to, it airsoft's success sort of ties directly with 
with a lot of what's going on in the world. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot of, rightfully so, fear of guns in America because, you know, we've had so much happen in the past couple years. Yeah. And, you know, I think that because of that, we suffer. Um, and I also think that, you know, also we're sort of, you know, like a lot of people are, are in like financial decline. So, you know, people that used to have a whole, you know, armory of guns have had to sell off and, and, you know, you can't, you can't get the same stuff anymore. And it used to be that like, you could like, I know classic army started the whole phase of like the sport line models, um, you know, with, with that whole thing being like guns getting cheaper. Um, but you know, that's the thing is that nowadays, it's just um i think i think we're still i think we're still in like a decline because people it, it comes down to do i buy this airsoft gun or do do i you know have heating this month and so yeah. it's it's definitely it's definitely like a challenge i think the industry um as far as like finances is is struggling but as far as innovation goes i think that sort of like that struggle builds creativity um, yeah. and because of that, I think like there's a lot of awesome options out there. Like, you know, for instance, um, you know, I don't like bingo, like bingo designs, um, yeah. that was built out of necessity. So like a lot of that was, he started doing that because of necessity. And, you know, I think it's awesome. You know, airsoft junkies is, is still doing that stuff. And a lot of designs that could potentially sort of you know it'd be these super costly builds and i mean hpa is already expensive enough um the fact that they sell that one little piece that makes it so much easier i think that's fantastic and i think i think that on that scale like airsoft is better than it's ever been so yeah because i mean i'm still i go to one of my local retailers and i always seem to find something new and different than just the standard m4 or the standard ak that you seem to get yeah i always seem to have some weird and wonderful new thing in that they they're like oh buy this buy this and i'm like i can't i want to go on holiday next year but i'd (laughs) love to (laughs) yeah yeah i you know and and I think I think the other thing that like people sort of the misconception is that people think like, oh, because you work in airsoft, everything must be airsoft. And I was like, you know what, I kind of wanted, I I had I had the chance for, for, cry official pants this year, but yeah. I kind of wanted I kind of wanted to watch Hulu for the rest of the year. <laughs> I kind of wanted to uh, you know pay off my car bills so yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's, so that's the thing is it yeah. is that balance isn't it yeah so yeah you know and it's and it's hard it's so hard as i think it's like almost even worse like working in the airsoft industry and like seeing all the cool stuff like you hear like yeah we get to talk to a lot of people that are you know um coming up with stuff like you know we're talking talking to dan from hpa and talking to andrew from from pts you know talking to these people and you hear all the cool stuff that they're coming and then you check your wallet like literally as you're on the phone with them and you're like, and just like it's that like moths come out of your wallet and you're like <laughs> fantastic cool so this is gonna be a great year so yeah. and all your friends are getting like cool stuff like you know we have we have um i i see like stuff go out for our sponsored teams and i'm just like 
oh, this might not make it. This might not yeah. make it. Like, so I, I, I just, goodbye central heating. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my, my, I, I've, I've embarked on on probably my most expensive endeavor to date. I'm trying to track down an, a Tokyo Marui MP7 to uh, HPA. Uh, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my girlfriend to uh, to strangle me in my sleep when she sees my credit card bill at the end of the year. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but it's TM, it's fine. Yeah, you right. just say it's Tokyo Marie, it's the best, this <laughs> will last me forever. Yeah, yeah, so... And then just watch Mark from Red Wolf hit me with hate because I just said how brilliant <laughs> Tokyo Marie was. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so, following on from that point, do you believe that innovation in airsoft is still a thing, or is just everyone just recycling everyone else's stuff? So, I think that as as long as we see innovation in weapon systems like across, you know, the world, we'll see innovation in airsoft. Um, yeah. That being said, you know, I also think that there's like on it on its base level, a lot of stuff. That's that's the thing about airsoft is that like. A lot of times, to the untrained eye, guns look the same. And um, I think you see... What I think is really cool is I think a lot of players are starting to get into making those innovations themselves. It used to be that, like, techs were just that. Like, they weren't... They were, like, somebody who had some insane grasp of engineering and electrical systems. And now, like, people are able to do it on their own. Um, yeah, and like the stuff that people are coming up with is awesome. I mean, you know, look at Novridge. Like he's like his his line is just it's the stuff that he uses. Yeah, and like because of that, like his pistol is three guns in one, and you know that was like like why it always like sort of drove me crazy when people were sort of there was like that that like initial like oh i'm not paying this much for this and i was like why wouldn't you like it's it's like a three in one um but you know like that's that whole thing of like people like i think innovation is coming a lot from players now too so it's i don't yeah so yeah one thing i've got to mention here is my man dan at sniper mechanic uh for his wasp system that he's done for the vsrs and the srs's because that is, people are absolutely raving about that system in their rifles now. So, while we're talking on innovation, I've got to give that guy a mention for all the hard work he's done designing that thing. I yeah, dude, I love. You're gonna have to shoot me a link on that because uh, anything new and cool. Oh, that my... sounded nice. Sorry, I just heard a car in the background. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're actually super close. I I like this room. So I, we're in our actual our media studio here. Yeah. Um, and I have such a love-hate relationship with this room. I spent, like, several hours with, yeah. like, other members of staff clearing it out and then doing what I could to soundproof it. And yeah. we are right next to a road, and it has not worked since. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But the, oh, this is something I was talking about at work today, actually. You say about that. Over here... People pull away from lights or whatever, they accelerate. It just sounds really bad. Over there, you get that nice, meaty rumble of the V8s and the uh. V6s and everything in the background. And it's like, sorry, I've, I've moved off of airsoft into cars there. Let's come <laughs> yeah. back to airsoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, it's awesome what you guys do, and definitely got to check you guys out. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to link up with you at either Shot Show or IWA. Um, Kev's probably going to kill you for telling me that, but I'm going to message him immediately after we finish recording this and go. So, IWA next year, Kev, and see what he says. No, don't even ask him. It sounds like you're asking <laughs> him. Be like, you better be at IWA, or I'm coming to your house. I'm going to wait. See, this is what we need to do, okay? Kevin has this fantastic thing that he's started spreading out through our sponsor teams of texting me at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning absolutely nothing. Like, he sends <laughs> – he's he's actually he's, – he's told me this. He has the text timed, so he's still asleep, but it sends out, like, pictures from Instagram of, like – he sends me food. And it's always food. And he knows I hate uh. getting them at like three o'clock in the morning. And he's like, here's a text that I sent you while I was sleeping. And then he, like, I'm like, yeah, this is usually when I wake up and when I'm in the shower. And he'll like send me 10 texts while I'm in the shower. And he doesn't <laughs> just send one. It's not like one big text. It's like 31 word texts. And I'm uh. like, oh. so what we're going to do. What kind do, of monster does that? What we're going to do is we're going to get as many people as we can to just start texting Kevin nonstop all day long. So, you know, get out get out there. Get on his Instagram. If you can blow up his Instagram, make sure, yeah. you know. So All the details are in the previous yeah. episode of the Chase After Show. So if you go and listen yeah. all the way through that, you'll hear where to find him. Yeah, just send him grilled cheeses, pictures of dogs, cat packs. Oh, don't. I've, I've, I've actually had severe, <laughs> severely strong words with him for the pictures of food. It's So I'm not the only one. Okay, that makes me feel good. It's on his Instagram and stuff as well. I'm like, yeah. Kev, fuck you. Yeah, it's like, and what's crazy is that like, I'll get, I'll get like, so Hal Berto, who's one of our, um, he's one of our sponsored players, uh, goes by Scarecrow. Um, he, like, He's so I, I, what I love about Hal is he's so pure and he's so like he's so innocent yeah. and um he's got amazing hair but he uh he just started texting me one night about something and then he was just like oh hey and by the way like Kevin told me to send you this and I was like <laughs> are you kidding me and he's like all right good night and I was like are you kidding me <laughs> and then the next mo- the next night at like midnight, and he was like, "Hey, I'm still awake. I'm sending you this because Kevin told me to send it to you." I was like, "Kevin!" <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, so so now you can have your revenge on Kev. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. This is an open forum. Just say say what you wish to see if you can. Yeah. Just, grind his gears. Just go out and find Kevin and make sure. Um, you know, if anybody is stronger than Kevin, make sure to give him an atomic wedgie. Uh, and Or just call him famous. Just call him famous. Ask for his autograph. He <laughs> See, no, because that's like feeding his... His head's going to get so big that he won't be able to get on the plane. It's, he, he like, he's, he's like, oh, I'm not famous. And then he does this little smile. Like, he's like, he's like, he, you know, I'm not famous. And it's like, whatever. You love it. He loves it. So, so yeah. Here you, here you go, Kevin Pierre exposed Kevin on the chairs after yeah. show. Ke- random guy Kev exposed. He actually loves being called he famous. Loves being called famous. He's he is the Kanye West of airsoft. 
That's after he said yeah. he was going to cut me because someone messaged him saying that they told that I told them to call him famous. He yeah he. <laughs> He couldn't cut his way out of a paper bag, so you're good. You're safe. <laughs> so. I hope so, because I'm hoping to get over to you guys next year and have a game. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's America. Anything's legal over here, so there you go. <laughs> so. I'd just be like, hey guys, you get to have fun stuff. Security force for the weekend? <laughs> uh, hi, can I get a... Yeah, we got... we'll, we'll get you... We'll give you a JPC. We got some plates over here. So, yeah. <laughs> we could we could go for like all through the streets just fully kitted <laughs> up and like no one bat an eyelid. Yeah, at yeah. maybe not in Vegas, but you know we'll see. Oh yeah, well so. yeah, obviously. Um, but That's yeah. one thing I didn't get about Shot Show. They're selling guns and ammunition, and then you see sides everywhere going, "No guns and ammunition past this point." Yeah, you know it's like I can understand it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it sounds bizarre because you I, like it completely makes sense because of what's in there. The last thing you want is someone going on a rampage in that place. But you know, I I think that's one of the things like not to take. Um, let's have this totally fun conversation about. Um, but you know, not to take it to a serious place. But I think, I think that's one of the things that like we as sort of like a country are currently suffering from is that like a lot of people are, you know. Um, yeah, abusing it as such. There, there's a lot of people who are abusing it, and because a lot of people are abusing it, there's a lot of people that are afraid of it. You know, and it was just kind yeah. of, you know, the the old adage of like guns don't kill people. You know that, and and that was sort of like, it sort of evolved. Like everything, it's just it's so it's so hard to get through a conversation about anything and not have it sort of like fall back to that in America. Yeah, you, so. you say that. All I can think of now is American Dad when he's like gun kill and he just places it on the table <laughs> yeah I, like you know it's just um it's it's uh it's something that like people feel so strongly about like you know i i actually i have you know i have some friends in that live in cornwall and and, and i'll ask them you know like i asked them when they came out to visit i was like how many times do you think about like guns ever and she was like oh never and then I, you know, I asked my friend like, from here, and I'm like, "When was the last time you thought about a gun?" And then he was like, "I thought about one today." And I was like, "That's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's, I, it's, it's crazy, just to, you know, like, I, I just, I think it's, I think the sort of like dichotomy of, of America and sort of our relationship with guns, which is why I think like, which is like blows, like I think that's also why like people are starting to get like we're starting to see a rise in like the community getting better and you know yeah. seeing this is that we have like so many people that are like well like guns kind of terrify me but they're cool so you know that's And then there's people like me who live in a country where pretty much anything is banned yeah um like you can get certain things but like if if you want to go above uh 22LR then you've got to go for a what they call a single pull so you got to recock it every time you pull the trigger mm mm-hmm. mhm and stuff like that, which yeah, there were issues. It made sense at the time, but then there's people like me that uh, I've actually been described by Will Greenwood from Hype Airsoft as a redneck. <laughs> okay, yeah, because yeah. I, I I love bourbon, I oh. love barbecue. I think I, I think <laughs> and I like guns. Little, I think bourbon's a little a little too. Um, bourbon's not red wreck. redneck. Yeah, he, that's, that's just his yeah. word to describe me. Uh, which we we did a photo. On holiday earlier in the year, we went away for a weekend, uh, a few of us, and there's a photo of me by the grill, 
with my gas MP7 in one hand and a bottle of bud in the other, <laughs> cooking away. <laughs> I think I think when we get when we see you at Shot Show, we'll bring you um, a bottle of uh, some old Granddad, and we'll see. That's 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 your true redneck test. If you can, if you can down that without a. Uh, without throwing up all over the strip we'll uh, we'll officially accept you into the fold so, so. The, the challenge accepted if it involves yeah. drinking i need to do some more this year because last year it killed me oh yeah i that's one of the <clears throat> excuse me that's one of the things that like i always um i love vegas yeah and i know uh, i know that there's a you know you're probably a lot of people cursing your name right now for for talking about vegas but uh you know yeah george (laughs) emma chris (laughs) i actually had a meme made about me it had a oh what was the girl from american pie that used to go this one time at band camp oh um but they 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 basically took that photo and put this one time in vegas and sent it to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i like because it's like the greatest place ever it's like I, that's the thing until you've been there you don't truly appreciate exactly. it exactly i you know like i i went there i think the first time i went there um was for my 21st birthday and then i went for a job like five other times and then i i was just like i love vegas again um, yeah and so like there's like in and out burger is amazing and uh like i'm not really a big gambler but there's something about like you go from like, oh, I'll put a couple dollars on here, to like being Ocean's Eleven, and you're like, I'm, I'm yeah. never gonna stop gambling ever, and uh, <laughs> you know, like it's just. And then the other thing is, is that like, just there's, it's so much alcohol. There's just like everywhere yeah. you go, uh, we were drinking out of McDonald's, and it was fantastic. So, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You say about In and Out Burger. Um... Femme Fatale Kelly, if she's listening, uh, will love you for mentioning In and Out Burger. But I've, we've upped the game. Forget everything you knew about food in that place. You need to go to Rolling Smoke Barbecue. Oh, okay. I all right. I like. I've, I've heard of Rolling Smoke, and it's sort of like a point of contention for me. Yeah. Because people are like, it's the best barbecue ever. And because of that, I'm sort of like, I'm just gonna call, I'm gonna call blasphemy on it, you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's it's the best in Nevada, apparently. I think it actually got awards for that. Really? The best barbecue place in the state of Nevada. Um, but yeah, it was my my friend uh, Roger. He wants to go every single night we're out there if we go out in January. We're hoping to. It's just finances. He's just got married and stuff, so. He's got to figure that all out. That's a perfect yeah, reason wants, to go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, he wants to go to Rolling Smoke every night. You get see now that'd just be too much. That'd just be too much. But yeah. you know, uh, never. Well, mind. They, there's they never. Came out, there's no such thing as too much barbecue. Never mind. We went there and um, it had like you could have like five meats for twenty seven dollars with Jeez. three sides. <laughs> that to me is a fucking challenge being thrown down yeah, right there. Yeah, I. Uh, but like, they brought it out, and Roger goes to me, that's going to give you gout. And I said, but if it tastes <laughs> this good, I don't care. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. No, I, if, if it tastes that good, I don't care. And I, it, was, it was worth it. We, we were going to bring two and a half pound of burnt ends onto the plane with us, because they just made them. 
I don't, on the way back. How do you like? How do I send you guys? How do I send you guys this this barbecue? It's got to figure. You know, I see. Like we're the other. We're like the opposite way. Is that like? I really want. This is so lame. I really want Nando's. Is that like? I didn't see a Nando's over there. I know. I've been out, I've, we don't. I've been to Florida and I've been to Vegas and I've not seen a Nando's. We don't have Nando's here, and then we also don't have um, Greg's. We don't have Greg's. Oh, you're missing out on the sausage rolls. That's what I want. I want it so bad. I want a sausage roll. Like, like we have, like every when we have British food here, it's yeah. it's like it's it's like artisanal British food, and I'm like, no, I want like. I want like crap British food. I want like stuff that yeah. You want to go to yeah. the greasy fish and chip shop <laughs> yeah, on the seafront, like, and I want to get like a curry and yeah. So like I, that's like, I was trying to convince Kevin. I was like, well, what if oh. we stop up in England for a little bit and just get <laughs> so. You've you've mentioned curry. Shout out to Soup and Sheep here because they came over in August and apparently it was the first time they'd had curry. What? And these guys were apparently, according to a couple of people that I spoke to, googling heartburn remedies <laughs> <laughs> because they couldn't. Uh, yeah, what you do when you come to IWA? Catch a few days in the UK on the way back. Get I, a flight back from London. I feel like that. I feel like that's something that we could probably do. I feel like. I mean, definitely. we can get you guys come to a game down here as well. Okay. All right. Deal. You know, we we could we could plan it so you like. If you did that in that week after IWA, because it finishes on what the Monday or the Tuesday, mm-hmm. so you could do the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, doing all the touristy stuff, and then you could play the Saturday, Sunday a game. See, I just as long as I get some Nando's and Greg's, then... yeah, Greg's you'll find in most. They're even in like gas stations, as you'd call them now, the service stations and the motorways. You'll find a Greg's in half of them. I I feel like I feel like I need to like sort of tape a bunch of like sausage rolls under my shirt when I go through the airport so I can just bring some yeah. back with me just see if I can hide them in fact a friend of mine has a t-shirt with six drugs and sausage rolls written on it <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah I I I like I I like fantasize about someday walking into a Greg's and just like as drunk as I could possibly be and just eat sausage rolls until I pass out that's my that's my dream no, the drunk so. thing you need to do is um, you need to go... I did this once years ago. I walked into a KFC at 2.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Drunk as a skunk. I was hammered. I got a quote and got them to make me a bargain bucket filled with popcorn chicken. Oh, my God. It was the most delightful thing in the universe. And I've just sat on this bench on this hill. My insides my just face. got really hot and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> the inner fat was, kid in me is like, yes, yes, that's what I want. <laughs> so, I, but yeah. I, so, like, here's one question for you. Um, I hear you guys, like, don't really have... You guys don't really have a whole lot of drive throughs Is that true? Uh, you'll see them at, like... The the usual chains so like Burger King, KFC, McDonald's. Uh, you're starting to get even Costa Coffee and Starbucks doing drive-throughs at motorway service stations now. But is it but, like? But like, it's not too common otherwise. It's not like you you have over there. Yeah, I I love not getting out of my car, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and I don't. Know I mean, if... you guys even have drive-through ATMs. We have actually. If you go down south, there's drive-through bars. 
That's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah. No, part of me can actually believe that. That's the sad thing about this. I can actually yeah. believe it. Yeah. Um, when we were in, uh, I was in New Orleans, and they have a drive-through daiquiri bar, and they like, oh, well, New Orleans, say no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you're in South, like, so they have one in South Carolina. They have one, um, I, like, I've you know that I know of, but they like they put like a little piece of tape on on top of the drink like don't now don't you open this until you get home like, I, <laughs> we're trusting you you know the so, minute that guy turns the corner and takes like, off that's gone so, yeah I, <laughs> coming yeah. back didn't we just serve you no i dropped it i need it <laughs> yeah it fell out the car window yeah and, yeah that's why you can't you, see it you roll up if to you the can't window. see it it must have happened can i get a bucket of popcorn chicken along with that daiquiri so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the point i know <laughs> so yeah uh but yeah like that's like we have i like i said i have friends out there and they're like they came to america and they and we went you know it was like new year's and we were coming home and everyone's sort of drunk and they're like, where do we can go? And I was like, well, we'll go to McDonald's. And they're like, it's going to be packed. And I was like, oh, no, we'll just go through the drive-thru. And you would have thought that, like, I told them that that God himself was going to hand-deliver us McDonald's. And it was like <laughs> a it was a, like a, a parade in the backseat of just like, this is what I – like, they were, like, ordering stuff just to see if it would come out through the drive-thru window. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, back back onto airsoft briefly. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap the show up. So, what events have you guys got coming up? Um, so, uh, I will not stop running for the next uh, two months. Um, so, we've got ASR in uh, Sheboygan Falls in Wisconsin this weekend. Um, or it'll be last weekend by the time this goes last out. Last weekend, yeah. <laughs> Just did it. Um, had a great time. Uh, we're going to be doing um, AirsoftCon. Uh, at yep. Evic, and um, there's going to be a ton of us there, actually. Um, Alphonse Colis will be there. We just started sponsoring him. Um, and Kurt and I will be there. We'll set up a booth, and we totally want to see everybody. Um, and then we're going to Desolation, uh, which is by um, Omega Squad, uh, which is Frank from American Milsim. Um, yep. We're going to be going to Cryptic City in November, and of course we're going to be at SHOT Show, um winter expo in portland oregon and iwa so cool. so yeah we'll be we'll be everywhere and i'll probably be tired when you see me so yeah. <laughs> it's fine it's fine as long as you've got kev there we'll force him to come i'll bully him into it <laughs> yeah so so right where can people find you uh they can find us at ampedairsoft.com um, you can also check it out. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube at uh, Amped Airsoft or Amped Airsoft or Amped Airsoft Official, and you can follow me um, at Hoy Airsoft on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you know, check us out, and we've always got a bunch of cool stuff going on. Cool. Thank you very much for your time coming on the show. Uh, I appreciate it's the middle of the working day for you guys as we're recording this. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to come on and speak to us. Hey, thank you for having me. Not a problem, buddy. Not a problem. And thanks again to the celebrity that is Kev, the infamous Kevin. Yeah, for coming up, for getting you guys in touch with me and getting you guys on the show. Uh, I said at the top of the show, guys, where you can get in touch with me. Go check these guys out. Check out their YouTube and Instagram. Get following, subscribing, and I'll see you everyone next time on the Chairsoft show. Take care. Take your hits. Don't be a dick. Bye for now.